Welcome back to Cocktails and Classics. Yeet, skirt, 2021 skirt. is upon us. COVID is over. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> I think uh, I hope you had. The other day, I referenced the uh, George Bush mission accomplished speech, and Mona didn't get it. And I was like, you know, you didn't know this? Like, in like, I don't know, it was like 2004 or something. He gave this like yeah, mission where he's on that on the banner with the banner yeah, on that, the like, ship. The Navy's, yeah. uh, destroyer yeah. he was on the carrier and it said mission accomplished behind him and it was like oh <laughs> yeah we got him sir still that, not. and then the uh when he got that shoe thrown at him oh that was that classic. was an iconic moment <laughs> iconic bush moments remember uh, when cheney shot that dude in the face there's a great the other guy, the other guy was sorry Cheney yeah. shot him in the face, and then the other guy apologized. He shouldn't have been standing there. I'm sorry, I got in the way of your bullet. You totally would have had that quail. They also like. They Not also... gonna lie, quail hunting is very dangerous, though. Well, yeah, they but went they literally went hunting. somewhere, and then they filled the yeah. place they were going with quail. That's like, what it's not I was like about they were to even say. Hunting as they it's brought like... the quail to the location. That's yeah. like them well, putting. That's what they do. That's yeah. like them yeah. putting a like. A collar on a bear, marching it up to you, and being like, "Well, here you go. Let's hunt this bear." Oh, look, it's right here. No places legit <laughs> do that, though. Yeah, it's like poaching on uh, safaris. But you pay good money for it, so it's all good. I don't like it. Hope you uh, enjoyed your holidays and have a happy new year. This week we watched Alien from Ridley Scott. Uh, this week's episode, it's myself, Dylan, Zach, Hi. Cameron, and Ben. Hey there. To kick things off and get everybody in the right mood, we're going to introduce this week's cocktail. It's going to be a weird one. We we did the alien secretion one already, so we're not going to have, like, you know, your nice little green, like, froofy drink. We're going with the, uh, the White Russian. Why did we go with this? Well, the White Russian we went with because in the movie, Ash, the uh, douchey android, he's got that milk juice coming out of him. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Oh god! That's what I kind of figured, but I wasn't. Ash I runs on White sure. Russians. Oh, the classic recipe is equal parts Kahlua vodka and heavy cream. No, what? What's up, Zach? Oh, they're gross. I I just don't like them at all. Oh, uh, this one's pretty good. I mean, I I used the Mister Black and just that, and then I did half cream and half oat milk because a fucking ounce of heavy cream just sounds really gross to me. But <laughs> <laughs> um. You know, it's good. It's kind of like a milkshake. It's like a desserty drink. Nothing in there is really too, like, alcohol heavy. It's always been too bland for me. So why is it gross? I'd like <laughs> to hear the thesis. Because it's vodka, one, and okay. heavy cream. Like, I'm fine with heavy cream, but heavy cream and vodka? Right, but what whatever about you like. Want. It's just gross. What about, like, um, I mean, didn't you say it has coffee or coffee liqueur or something like that, yes. too? Yeah. Is it both? Is it. Either? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's vodka, equal parts. No, it's vodka, Kahlua, and heavy cream in equal parts. I mean, that sounds pretty good to me. I mean, what's your opinion on, like, spiked coffee, like Irish coffee? Big fan. Okay. Huge fan. All right. So is it just the proportions that are weird to you? Like, what's... No, I don't put vodka in my Irish coffee. Well, okay, I know that. So it's the I, so it's the vodka that you don't <laughs> the like. The vodka's a big negative. Start okay. off. <laughs> All right, I'm just identifying where... The hesitance lies, because it feels like it's so very similar to that. Zach would love this if it were bourbon and not vodka, <laughs> but because it had the word vodka in the recipe, Zach immediately was like, this is gross. I'm going to have to try that. I'm going to have to try it with a <laughs> bourbon or a rye. It's kind of a classic cocktail. I think I got kicked off of like the cocktail list, because there's like a, I don't know, fucking like an inter- international bartenders association list of cocktails, and the White Russian was on there until like the seventies or the eighties, I think, and then it got kicked off. Uh, maybe it wasn't the White Russian. Maybe I'm thinking of the Black Russian. So they took the one without the cream off. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, <laughs> it's only two things. I don't know. Is that a cocktail? If you just combine two things, I think so. That a like a vodka make? cranberry is a cocktail. Well, Jack and Coke. Jack and Coke. Vodka Sprite. Bourbon and maple <laughs> syrup. <laughs> <laughs> Zach just needs an excuse to drink more bourbon. He's like, if I put a little syrup in there, is it? No, I think yeah, I right. think that it's a cocktail. If you combine two things, I think that's a cocktail. We should figure that out. I think it can be. If you combine like vodka and gin, I don't think that's a cocktail. But I mean, <laughs> I suppose it would be. But it's a terrible but gin, one. Gin, 
Gin and vermouth is a martini, is it not? That's a good point. That's a good point. I don't know. See, this is kind of like what's Boom. a sandwich discussion or what's a soup <laughs> discussion, you know? God oh, damn it. We're stew? not getting into this goddamn soup uh, discussion. Have you guys ever heard of putting cream cheese on a hot dog? Ew. No. no. Ew. Watching an right? episode of isn't The Sopranos that... last night. and uh, Isn't that like a Chicago thing? Cream I don't cheese? know. Something weird on there? No. I, I don't know. Sour that, cream? Uh, there's a place in Ypsilanti that used to sell a sandwich called the Bad and Moody. And that was like roast beef, cream cheese, and spicy brown mustard. That was delicious. So it but seems about a hot weird. Dog. But it is just a cheese. I mean, pe- I wouldn't say that putting cheese on hot dogs is weird. But then cream cheese, for some reason, does seem weird to me. So I don't know. I mean... I think it's a texture thing. I don't know if I'd try it, but I, I would be... I don't know. I'd be amenable to the idea, I guess. But I wouldn't try it. <laughs> Cameron... Cameron likes the idea in theory, but he hates it in practice. <laughs> There's a lot of things that are like that. <laughs> Cream cheese on a hot dog is the communism of foods. <laughs> <laughs> no one's ever gotten to the final stage of communism, you know? Everyone tries it and is like, I kind of like this all this power stuff I have. I don't want to give it back. And it's like that with cream cheese on hot dogs, you know? You're like, I don't want to give back That's not cream a good cheese. idea. I don't... Yeah, this sounds like a great idea, but I like the... I like but the I like knowledge the of not dog. having cream cheese and hot dogs. <laughs> yeah. Know? Yeah, this sounds great in its final form, but I'd rather just not and eat the hot dog normal. <laughs> so I'm considering getting LASIK. <laughs> <laughs> so, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> if you make a white Russian, send us a picture on Instagram, at Cocktails and Classics Pod, and use the hashtag Cocktails and Classics. We'd love to see what you make and hear your thoughts on it. Do you hate it like Zach? Does vodka make you icky? Icky Vicky. Icky Vicky. Ooh, ew, <laughs> ew. <laughs> and if you haven't seen Alien, go to HBO Max. It's available there right now. They got the director's cut. Don't watch it. The regular cut. We didn't watch the director's cut. We watched the normal one. We did watch Just the that normal out there. one. Um, but grab a white Russian, listen to this week's episode. And enjoy the show. Both are on HBO Max, you know? You and don't if you're an optometrist and you're looking yeah. to advertise, uh, we are currently <laughs> taking... Uh, some more sponsors. Email me and we'll talk about some sort of deal we can work out. In yeah, we, to LASIK. We... <laughs> this week, we watched Alien, a 1979 horror sci-fi film. It's currently at an 8.4 out of 10 on IMDb. And it's the number 53 top-rated movie on their 250 list yeah dope uh it's the story of a space merchant vessel that receives an unknown transmission as a distress call wakes them up out of their hyper sleep i would assume I, i'm just using sci-fi terms here um and it's a thing antonio di- brown tried to do <laughs> but he may have given himself up with thermia <laughs> instead <laughs> he may have almost lost his foot yeah <laughs> They're sent to an island, uh, an island. Fuck me. They're sent to a planet. Uh, it's a three D island. It, it, it it's a spherical a island. If you think it's about an island in space, if you think about but... space as an ocean, the the planet is an island. <laughs> they go to the planet. Uh, they find an abandoned ship, and there's a mis- there's a mysterious life form there, and it 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 happens. Things things happen. Sh- shit hits the fan. Uh, directed by Ridley Scott, uh, written by Dan O'Bannon, stars Sigourney Weaver, Tom Skerritt, John Hurt, uh, Sir E. A. Harry Dean Stanton's in there. Tom Skerritt. This is the goddamn Catalina wine mixer. <laughs> uh, Veronica Cartwright, Ian Holm, Yafit Koto. Uh, Sir Ian Holm. Where do Sorry. I know Ian Holm from? He was Bilbo. Oh, yeah. In the he OG. Is. You're right. Good call. He was also in Brazil. He also played Frodo in like this uh this like BBC radio version of Lord of the Rings, like this read along. The Alien franchise is is really just had, you know, banger directors. Yeah. Ridley Scott did the first one, James Cameron did the sequel, David Fincher did the third one. And then I think Ridley Scott has done every one of them. The Fincher one, one was probably fucking weird. And Ridley Scott wrote most of the recent ones, uh, too. Not really. I think, yeah. the, I think the third one is a lot... I think it's more action-y. Oh, okay. Um, and it, I don't think it's as good, but it was also his first movie I think he's ever done. So First movie? Is that what you said? 
Yeah, I'm pretty sure. What? Like his first feature. They gave him his first feature on the on Aliens Three, which is like the follow up to like a. I mean, this is like a critically acclaimed like franchise. Like, it's impressive. At least the first two, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, whatever. It, it they got, usually get. Um, it got weird bad. in the middle. I see. Yes, everything else he had done before that was all like music videos. Well, I mean, that's where you get your start, right? Back then, that's, yeah. That's where I'm going to get my start. Alien won one Oscar and was nominated for one. Uh, it won Best Visual Effects and was nominated for Best Art Direction, Set Direction. Which, holy shit, the sets in this movie. Yeah. Like the captain's quarter with the... I mean, all uh, of it. The lights. Oh, yeah. that's like... Yeah. Well, that's... Is that the... That's not really the captain's quarters, That's right? where, it's like uh, the mother. where mother was. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like the AI of the ship. I didn't there. see Karen Pence there. Oh, no. <laughs> Different. It's, uh, it's M-U-T-H-R. Wait, really? Uh, mother. Yes. Oh, weird. Um, it but stands yeah, for something. Yeah, the, the sets and the, pra- the practical effects and everything in this movie were, like, fantastic. It was impressive what they were able to do back in 1979 right that's when this yes. movie was yeah um yeah yeah it was great like this yeah great there's a lot of uh a lot of props that come from like ridley scott and people who made this movie towards star wars that basically piloted what sort of technology can we do and what visual effects can we make in space and then ridley scott's like dope we're gonna take that and make it a horror movie i was gonna say really the only thing that's aged which same pretty much with star wars is the stuff in space is like oh yeah not the best looking but you know it oh. like it i kinda... was gonna say the alien is kind of like yeah at you, times you see the full guy at when the you see end, full guy yeah. like yeah. moving at, and it, it kind of looks... mouth the second mouth that like comes out of the first mouth it looks super robotic like a hydraulic yeah yeah, yeah. it's like that doesn't look great but I mean, it's hard to fault him for that. Um, yeah, some of the space stuff is kind of meh, but all the sets inside, like either the first spaceship, or like even the one when they were in the giant spaceship, like investigating it, like those were great. Yeah, I always thought the eggs looked really good, the way the eggs yeah. opened up and stuff. Yeah, or yeah. or even like the props of like you know the um the like face grabber alien. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like when they're like the dissecting it or whatever, like. The chestburster looks good when he's coming out, but then once not it's when like he skitters skirting, across the yeah. room, <laughs> skitters across. <laughs> it looks like it's not looking. when it looks like someone just has it on a rope and is pulling it yeah. across the floor. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like on roller skates. It just goes. <laughs> I did notice that I feel like no one in this movie uh, has ever actually had a cat, because when they're looking for Jones, if they would have just thrown out the boom, would have got her or him, I guess. I don't know Jones's gender. You just assume the cat's gender. I did. I'm sorry, Dylan. Uh, yeah, I thought it was funny they included the cat. I figured you'd like that part of the oh, movie. Yeah, I mean, I would totally <laughs> do that though. Like, I, I would be Ripley in that scenario. I would go after the cat. Like, I wouldn't. I would not, in the instance of Harry Dean Stanton's character, like, be like, "Hey, let's split up. Right? You go get the cat. Right. We're gonna keep hunting." Like, they Scooby Dooed the shit out of that. I was like, "Why would you split up?" Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the first right. thing I do whenever I'm in like pairs with somebody we're looking for something is I ask myself, am I in a horror movie? And if any part of me says yes, we don't split up. That's something right. I've learned. Oh, anytime I'm in anywhere where it's not even am I in a horror movie, it's could this be, could this scenario be turned into a horror movie? <laughs> if the answer is yes, motherfucker, you're staying right here. <laughs> Sometimes I wonder in these types of movies if horror movies exist in the universe they live in because I feel like that most people have that thought. (laughs) But then in those movies, they never consider it. They never consider those like classic tropes of horror movies. They're never like, oh, let's split up. And one guy's never like, you know, that's actually a piss poor idea. Uh, (laughs) If you've seen any horror movie ever, it always pans out horribly. So let's stick together, actually. Thank you. Yeah, horror movies only exist in, like, the disaster movie, scary movie genre. Uh, It exists in Scream. Oh, yeah, in Scream. But it's basically the same thing. Yeah. With less of the... It has to be, like, meta about it. Yeah. 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 This was actually my first time watching Alien all the way through. Like, I've seen bits and pieces, and I've seen... I was telling Zach I've seen Alien vs. Predator and uh, Alien vs. Predator Requiem, and I've seen all the Predator ones, but I never like sat down and was like, I'm going to watch all of Alien. 
And uh, I, you know, I was I was pleasantly surprised uh, when we were on the that barren planet for so fucking long, and I was like, "Holy shit, this is like 30, 40 minutes of the movie. Where, where's the alien coming?" Yeah. Well, okay, so I I hadn't seen this movie either. I knew like whoa some of the things about this movie uh and i kept like as they kept landing they're like oh we have a breach i'm like okay sweet when are we gonna just see the alien like sneak into the into the <laughs> thing like, when is that gonna happen i'm like it kept cutting to like outside shots of the of the ship and i'm like oh here it is here's where we're gonna first see gonna the alien like sneak in, in. no i'm nope, nothing it's gonna be like the end of insidious when that lizardy thing that starts crawling on the wall when does the xenomorph actually like they don't ever say its name or like name it in that i don't know i don't know if it is ever like actually said in a movie there's other versions of it it might be in aliens i don't know they didn't have it in this one yeah if you go deep into the alien franchise lore there were actually like prior versions of the xenomorph called xeno other things yeah xenomorph or some shit as well because there's like the stuff in prometheus where they're like not quite it is first the term xenomorph uh alien form from greek xeno which translates to other or strange and morph which donates shape was first used by lieutenant gorman in aliens with reference to Uh, generic extraterrestrial life Oh, okay. Yeah, I see here um, that the xenomorph design is actually based off a surrealist painting. Yeah. Oh. Necronomicon 4. Oh, sweet. That's the that's the Wikipedia page I'm on. Interesting. <laughs> this movie is it is kind of artsy in a sense. Like, it's very, like, um, surreal at points, I would say. Uh, some of the stuff where, like, Ridley is in the hallway and it's, like, really super like choppy with the light like the lights keep going on and off it's like strobing but then it's like cutting between other people it's fucking and i was like huh i can't believe this uh this was popular oh my god this con- <laughs> the first paragraph on this concept and creation is horrifying they're like we couldn't figure out how to get onto the ship uh, inspired after waking from a dream, Shusit said, I have an idea. The monster screws one of them, planting its egg in his body and then bursting out of his chest. Yeah, This movie a... is about alien interspecies rape. It's oh. scary because it hits all our buttons. Oh yeah, you God. can... Uh, Wait, you was can this Steve? The... Was this Steve O'Bannon who wrote this movie? No, no. <laughs> oh, you, can, you can thank the editors for making this not a rapey movie um, because... Like when Ridley Scott originally got a hold of the script, he started penciling in some really sexual stuff. Like at really? the the end scene when you see Ripley get down into her underwear when she's getting into that spacesuit. Originally, she was supposed to be completely nude, and like that is what would trigger the xenomorph to wake up from his like sleep, and he would lunge uh, after her because of her nude body. Oh my god! S- excuse me. Yeah, when she started taking off all her clothes, I was like, why? Yeah. What is happening? She's going into cryosleep, bro. I mean, I get that part, but dang. I was like, what? Come on. We've got to make her a sex symbol. None of Quit. the other people did this. <laughs> got to make Sigourney Weaver a sex symbol. Well, they I mean, they did when they woke up. They were all in their, like... Yeah, they were all in were... pretty much whatever undergarment type. Like, it just felt really forced. Like, they like very much were like... Yeah, let's just have we her take off yeah. all our clothes. We didn't need the, the close-up on, like, her pubic region. Right. Yeah, that was the a little... Weird pan down to her sticking her leg yeah. in the suit. Yeah, I would have caught the drift if yeah. she was, like, unzipping and unzipping her jacket. I would have been like, yeah, I know what you're doing. You don't need to show me. That is weird. I don't think that this movie needed that at all. Like, I'm glad they cut that shit out of it. Because, like, man, I feel like that... Well, is it Lambert? The other female? Like, right. it's kind of oddly sexual weird when like she dies like the tail like slithers up her leg like yeah, yeah. towards her butt yeah it's another like, thing uh... is they were trying to like interject a lesbian love relationship between ripley and lambert and when the when the editor struck that down they tried to make us there, there actually was a sex scene written i don't know if it made it to a deleted scene if they even filmed it but between dallas and ripley why it doesn't need it at all like zero percent 
Yeah, because I'm, sex in horror movies glad. sells. I'm kind of glad that's none true. of that's in there because I feel like they would have cheapened it a lot. It would have just made the runtime longer. Okay, this is so weird. Okay, so there's this other part on this Wikipedia page. Um, they chose that Necron Necronom four. Uh, citing its beauty and strong sexual overtones, that the creature could just as easily have been male or female was also a strong factor in its decision to use it. It could just as easily fuck you before it killed you, said line producer Ivor Powell, which made it all the more disconcerting. What? Where, where are they? I did not get the sexual <laughs> I did not get any sexual all. vibe from that creature. What the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? It is the perfect specimen, according to Ed. I will say, if you look at that picture... Its head looks like a giant The back of its dick. head, <laughs> yeah, the back of its head looks like a giant dick. And whatever, like, like its body curls into like a tail, also looks rather phallic. Yeah, so especially because in the because in the picture, it looks like he's stroking it. Going all the way back to the face hugger, um, the face hugger is basically the body of like a horseshoe crab, and then a vagina and penis all merged into one thing, and it latches <laughs> onto your face. They kind of make this fucking alien. It's like Michael Myers asking a sense of like it won't fucking die, sure. Because it's like, oh, if you hurt it, it just acid bleeds through the floors, and then when she, when she opens the doors at the end and eats it into space, it holds on. No, no. So what happened is if you saw, she fired like the it was like a grappling gun at it with the cable. Yeah, it was like a it shot, but it still holds on. Before that though, it's like. Oh, onto the door. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Hold on yeah, to the and door. Then she shoots it Latches off. onto the door. But yeah, once she shoots it off, it attaches into him, and then the door gets locked in the airlock, which... So another weird sexual thing is they're also saying that the the second mouth thing or whatever is, like, a phallus, but also the, like, snapping teeth or whatever is also, like, a vagina, like a biting vagina. Oh, I hate biting vaginas. Ah, uh, those so are the worst. Teeth. Like, in teeth. Got it. Teeth. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you know, um. <laughs> I, I, I kind of probably could have lived my entire life without knowing all these sexual... That's what I'm like, saying is, like, overtones. you know what? I feel like these weird sexual components that the writers, like, thought of when they made this movie or whatever, like, it kind of... I mean, it doesn't ruin it, per se, but it does bring down my... It does diminish it, right? Yeah, it diminishes yeah. the movie. It's like, like come I'm, on. I'm kind of glad I wrote down my rating before we talked about all this, because it <laughs> definitely is, is affected... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, geez, like, oh my god, like now when I, if I watch this again, like, I'm gonna be like, oh, that's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, that's a vagina. That's a dick. That's a vagina on a dick. Like, okay, I could have gone my entire <laughs> everything without having dick. seen that. <laughs> uh, this movie is full of great scenes. Um, mm-hmm. The chest burster, I think, is the most obvious, but. One that I've always wondered, even today, where they're like re-releasing this, how is there no epilepsy warning for the end of the I movie? I was thinking that exact same thing, because there were many parts where, especially near the end, where Ripley was like crawling around in the vents or whatever, and it was just like flashing lights at you. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit, if someone has epilepsy, like this would probably trigger a seizure. Like, this is fucked. Also, I think it's really funny that this whole movie started like going downhill fast when Ripley was like, hey, you guys need to quarantine. And they were like, <laughs> yeah. nope. I thought this movie so would be fitting. a little topical. So fitting. No. I was like, oh my God, this is an allegory for for COVID. What the fuck? It was funny when Cam mentioned that. He's like, let's do aliens next. I'm like, yes. Quarantine time. <laughs> Before the new year when it, it's not quarantine and anymore. Which, and you know, like, now you know, when you, when you watch the movie, you know why that doctor did it because he's a robot he's and his prime objective was to get the alien on board so they but, could transport it back to earth. Obviously. But what did but, we learn? Quarantining is important. And when it's the, when it's required, you should follow it. And when you don't because do it otherwise, right, aliens get in yeah, and they burst, and burst through your, your fucking chest. chest. Yeah. So, uh, the, so quarantine or have aliens pop out of your chest. That's really what we're talking about here. You know? I knew Ash was like an android from like seeing bits of the other ones. So like that didn't like surprise me that much, but just just how much blind faith they put into the like science head Officer. or whatever where it's like, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, yeah, you. You've got to you make the choice. Do we keep this fucking alien that might murder everyone on here? And he's like, "Yep, let's do it." And just like He's no. replaced like one day before the expedition is supposed to be set yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. 
did you ever fly with him before? No, I had a different science officer for like five missions. And then, you know, like two days beforehand, they're like, yeah, here's this new guy. So, yeah, I, I don't know about him. These <laughs> missions that take decades, by the way, like the gap between alien and aliens is like 60 years. And it's all just brushed over in that like hypersleep. So like, how is Ripley still the same age, or not the same, but probably the hypersleep? hypersleep. That's oh. the yeah. I mean, in in theory, you would be sleeping, and your metabolism slows a lot when you're asleep. I mean, and so you could always just also pull a Marvel universe, relative. Captain America. You were frozen in whatever carbonite, frozen in animation, <laughs> and then you never move. So that, but also time is relative to you. So you're going faster, and you're going through space. So. <sighs> They they flew the ship in Time reverse like they did in you, Superman. Man. No, no, oh. this is actually this and, is reality. And the director said like Superman too. Got it. God Jesus Christ! It's like an <laughs> Interstellar. You know how they go down to that one island? Is that one like the Martian? Like, it was twenty minutes. It's for like us. Inception. It's like dreams within dreams, and each dream you go down like, you know, another multiplier of time. I saw the episode of The Office where they talk about Inception. Is that good enough? Can I hang in this yeah. combo? Wait, have you not seen Inception? I've never seen Inception. I'm like, wow, that's actually surprising. That's a shocking thing. But no, this is actually like science. Movie. Time is relative. It. Time is relative to you. So like, like in say Dr. you Strange. have a twin on Earth. Say you have a twin on Earth, and one of you goes up to the moon and comes back. He will be younger than you. On, on earth like age wise yeah because yes. he wasn't on earth to celebrate his birthday so therefore he's only like four <laughs> that makes sense it's like when yep. you're born on a leap Checks year out. you're technically only like you only get a year older every four you're years you're not able to drink until you're like but it's like 80. it's like an interstellar too when when they go to the one island and they it's like an hour or some shit and they're like it's 26 years on earth and it's like that's the same yeah i think if i had a birthday on a leap year like on february 29th Instead of celebrating every four years, I would try to remember the date and move it forward one day. So, like, the next year my birthday would be on March 1st. March 1st. And then the year after it would be on the 2nd. And then the year after it would be on the 3rd. <laughs> we are so close to solving the time, fabric, and space relationship. We are. It wouldn't make it. It doesn't make any sense. Okay, but I'm just saying it's that all, this. It's all a giant conspiracy. The earth is, <laughs> the, the earth is flat. None of this is real. No, Cameron, it's because when you leave Earth, you leave the simulation. So, like, you get unplugged, and it's like you don't age. And then once you come back into the simulation, you go back again. So, it's actually the farther you get away from the Earth's core, you age faster. (laughs) Which is why John Quincy Adams was trying to get to the super young mole. To get to the center of the the Earth. Earth. (laughs) So, people, humans could live for a thousand years. I see. So what about what about when Ash went tit grabbing? Did anybody else feel their their pectoral rip out of their body? I was just so confused. Like, what the fuck? He is just like mean mug. Like, <laughs> I was expecting him to like fucking stop his heart or some shit with yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> some Kill Bill shit. Okay, yeah. So I thought he was gonna go full Jason Bourne when he rolled up that newspaper or that magazine. <laughs> Not just try to like stuff it. Shoot, yeah, stuffing it down stuff her, it in her mouth. Like, like, I think he was like gagging her. Yeah. Well, he yes. was trying to suffocate her for sure. But I feel Should like there would be the more other end of the hole. <laughs> I th- yeah, I feel like there's easier ways to gag somebody than with a newspaper roll. <laughs> but like, yeah, that's he's how you just... get out of that one. <laughs> also, whose whose like room was that on the ship? Yeah, it had like porn on it, like, it on had, the walls. It had so and, many like, nudie pictures on it. Yeah, and a, and a I think I think Ridley Scott was in this weird like sort of beta male competition with Stanley Kubrick to see who could fit more dicks in a movie. There were no penises there. You yeah, look but closer. the xenomorph's head is a is a dick. In it does essence. look like a dick. Big At least in the in the in the reference material they used to design the alien, it looks like a dick. So I have a question. Um which chest bursting scene was better, Alien or in Spaceballs? I was gonna ask <laughs> because in Spaceballs, the alien jumps out and does a little musical number. It's so interesting because in that in Alien, they were like, "Oh, weird! It's like something burst out of it, huh?" Anyway, let's not think <laughs> about this anymore for five more seconds and let's go do something else. Like, bro, oh, it's a warning signal. Oh, that's weird. Anyway, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> 
Anyway. What could it be? What could it be warning us about? I I, I don't know. Oh, there's a weird alien thing that's attached to one of our friends. Let's bring it on board. Oh, burst well, out of this dude's chest. Maybe, place maybe it. That we can should be kill explained. it. That can no, be explained No, let's just easily, let it run away. But... Yeah, well, and like Kane is just like so horny to like fucking fuck with these aliens, though. Yeah. He's like, there's a mist, and it like changes when I'm in it. Oops, slip. Okay, now I'm too close to the X to turn around now. Let's fuck <laughs> with it. <laughs> there's something yeah. inside it. Let's keep poking. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? Like, I will guys, say it is. Should I like, bring I one of these things back universe. to the science officer so we can examine it? Nah, I'm gonna see if I can open it right here and now. Well, what so he came wrong? across one that was already opened, I think, right? No, no. it like opened up with him. Oh, yeah, okay. there. Um, and Lambert the entire time is like, "Let's go back. Let's go back. This is yeah. sketchy. Let's go back." Right. Let's get out of here, please. She's the only one with a rational head in that moment. Well, her and Ripley. Which might be, well, and then she know. like sucks at the end. Like Parker's like, "Get out of the room, move! It's gonna kill us." Doesn't move. And she gets her like, ass I think, I think he's telling hunter. her to move out of the way so that he can shoot it with fire. Yeah, yeah. which like, is how move. you want to shoot things. Move so I can I can flamethrow this thing, and it's like in retrospect he should have burned them both. Yup. <laughs> I mean, really, like Dallas going through the air duct scene yep. was like super intense. Yeah just so well done like the the angles on the shots and like everything it did to like kind of build that suspense leading up to like uh it's coming right towards you it's coming right towards you and he's like no nah, it's not here like i'm looking both directions i don't see anything the worst but like <laughs> when he drops down and he's like oh and then he he's looking and there's nothing he turns around oh that that jump scare got me a little bit oh yeah this movie was really good about the jump scares without being like it's another thing i I think we talked about this a lot in well i think we talked about it in october without it being like overly gory like i feel like most of the kills just kind of happen off screen so it kind of leaves it to the imagination but it did a good chestburster is like the big like yeah they remark on but they did um, do a couple like really good like the jump scares were pretty solid yeah well the even in the movie, they remark on the fact that there's no blood with the kills. He's like, yeah. we found this gun, no blood, no doubts. No, no body, yeah. Right. Except for when he kills uh, Lambert and Parker, in which case, then... Yeah, it's true. But then, because he, like, bodies. stabs them, I guess. He used his, yeah, with he the used the his penis, penis vagina, vagina mouth. mouth. <laughs> so this week's podcast is brought to you by Surfside Sips. They make high-impact glass straws. They're a family-owned company. And and what's better than saving saving the turts, you know? The turts? <laughs> the turts? You know, I'm one of those people who hates using paper straws. Paper straws fucking Paper straws suck. suck. I love the worst what solution. they do. I love the, that we're, we're minimizing the use of plastic straws. I enjoy that. Paper straws suck ass. They suck. They're the worst possible solution because, turns out, guess what? Paper and water don't fucking mix, okay? I don't know who came up with it, but it doesn't work. Even though even though they put coating on it to try and help, it doesn't work. It just gets soggy, and you end up throwing it away anyway, and that's just more waste. And so, But you know what doesn't get soggy? Glass. Yeah. Glass straws from Surfside Sips. And if you want to get some glass straws from Surfside Sips, you can use coupon code Cocktails and Classics spelled out. That's Cocktails, A-N-D, Classics, for 20% off your order. And if you're looking for a business to support during this time, seems like a good idea. A little bit of a tradition around here is Zach takes over, puts us through a little trivia quiz. So, Zach, what do you got for us on Alien? I'm excited. This one will tie really well into the podcast because we talked sort of about these things, but didn't spoil anything. So, um, first question. As mentioned in the pod, the initial designs for the alien costume were done by a painter named H.R. Giger. Uh, Giger carried these paintings around with them through airport security, uh, where at an airport he was uh, detained by the airport security team because they thought that the paintings looked so real that they must be photographs. What country was Giger detained in? Was it A, Germany, B, the Netherlands, or C, the United Kingdom? 
So airport security detained him because he was like, they were like, you took pictures of aliens for real. And we want to know where yes. the fuck you found like, those. Who the hell's aliens are these? Because they're not ours and we're very worried about it. And they're kind of sexy with their penis. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say it's the Netherlands because I want to believe that the UK and Germany wouldn't do something like that. Just like, I don't know. You got uh, big hopes for Germany of all the countries? <laughs> <laughs> well. They've had a troubled history. Okay, actually, you know what? I take that back. It depends on Germany. When was that? 70, 79. Okay, you know what? I'm going to switch my answer to Germany because I could see that being a like East Berlin type of thing where they're like, no, no, no. The, especially if like the Russians are involved, you know what I mean? Like it's like, dude, they might detain you for no reason whatsoever in that like instance, especially in that time period. Like. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Germany. I think it's the Netherlands, just because uh, I I believe H.R. Geiger's from one of the Nordic countries. I think he's like Swiss or from one of those countries. So I just that is not Nordic, but whatever. So I'm gonna say the Netherlands. So my thought process is uh, it's Sir Ridley Scott, so UK, and I feel like Geiger. Well, my thought process is that maybe he's from, like, Germany or something, but really, German had, like, this whole, like, expressionism, like, weird, surreal phase. So I feel like it wouldn't be them. And UK seems kind of like white bread, vanilla, so United Kingdom. That's my that's my guess. So I will say that Giger was on his way to the United Kingdom when he was detained by airport security in the Netherlands. Dang, I was so close. Another quick fun fact about HR, good old good old HR. He was hired to design the Batmobile for Joel Schumacher's Batman Forever. And fun fact, you can go online and find like his design concepts and everything. They are fucking weird. Sexual? None of them. Do they have used. penises and vaginas? Uh, I want to see. You this. know what? Now that you say it, looking back at what I remember them to look like, yeah, they're probably, like, super sexual. The irony in that is that they they did not like his concepts. They went with another company, and then uh, when oh, the other company dude, wasn't... Yeah, it looks like a double helix. Fucking weird. Yeah, like, it's fucking weird. Um, when the other company wasn't giving Joel Schumacher what he want wanted he gave them like a bdsm magazine and was like i want it to convey something along the lines like this that's how fucking weird joel schumacher was so but yeah geiger's shit was just way way out there like it looks fucking weird but i thought the name sounded really familiar when we started talking oh, about what it the hell this is so and odd the batmobile by hr geiger it's like this like Dylan said, it's like a double It looks like helix. a pair of scissors. Yes. And and it like and what? I see I see like eight turrets as well. <laughs> yeah. Those are spinners. It, there's there's a reason they didn't go with his work, but I thought it was really interesting when we started talking about it. I'm like, that name sounds really familiar. Oh, it's funny. I think I, he worked on Batman, and then it dawned on me that, yes, he did. So I was he like, designed. oh, it looks like a pair of scissors. I scroll down a little more. The concept drawing literally has a pair of scissors on it. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. But yeah. Oh, because it can fold. It can fold in on it. Like, it can actually do it. The hinges work. So, like, that's the Batman. It's for when he cuts like, all those can... balloons. Yeah, apparently it can cut and also, yeah. And paste. It's a whole fucking working computer. But yeah, some fun <laughs> facts to go with our trivia game. There you go. Speaking of fun facts that I slyly deliver through trivia questions, uh, Ben is in the lead with one point. Question number two. What material was used for the alien goo? Was it A, a combination of Elmer's glue and borax, B, men's hair gel, or C, KY jelly? I'm going to go with jelly. C, KY jelly. Jelly. 100%. Uh, as soon as you started reading the question, my first thought was, well, it's got to be KY jelly, right? They, I hope they took advantage of the pre-Amazon industrial... <laughs> Uh, 55 gallon barrels of glue <laughs> because it was a lot of KY jelly. Um, KY jelly all over the place. Remember the scene where Dallas it's like scoops the shit off the yeah. floor? Oh yeah. I just like the fact how none of us, 
I like how none of us hesitated. We all were just like, well, after finding out, apparently it's all about sex. It's got to be KY Jelly. <laughs> I worked so hard to come up with alternative answers to that one. Because <laughs> as much Googling as I did for like, how do you make alien goo for a movie? And everybody's like, just use KY Jelly like they did an alien. Like, I need two other answers, guys. I need something else. I need clear <laughs> All right, uh. So, basically the same place we were before. Everybody gets a point. Uh, question number three. Before the scene where Ash shoves a rolled up magazine in Ridley's mouth, uh, director Ridley Scott walked over to Sojourney Weaver and said that Ash was going to shove the magazine in her A. Oh. Hooter. B. Booter. Or C. <laughs> Cooter. Oh my god. Wait, what was the first one? Hooter. 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 With an H. Hooter, Hooter, Hooter with an Cooter. H. Hooter. I mean, I feel like Cooter is the obvious answer, but I don't know. Those, those damn Brits. I'm going to go with A, Hooter. I, I'm also going to go with with A. I feel like Cooter is very obviously like uh, a, a certain sexual organ that most people refer to. I feel like Hooter would be like... You know, an owl, it's something they say, so maybe that's some sort of UK slang for mouth. Oi, close your big hooter. <laughs> well, I didn't say it was I didn't say it was Boston slang. What the <laughs> fuck was that? Fucking JFK over here. We will not <laughs> We will not close our hooters. We can say hooter better. Uh I guess just to play the game, I'm gonna have to go booter. Just gonna shove the magazine in your booter. I have a tiebreaker question, but it is not needed because the answer is hooter, which is a British slang term for mouth. However, Sigourney Weaver was confused because it's an American slang term for breasts. Yeah. Yeah, I figured it was hooter because I figured he was like, all right, he's going to shove that in your mouth, basically. Nothing else really made sense. That's one, two, three on the board for your boy, so... Clean sweep. Get ready for get zero your brooms, next week. Get your like brooms a solid out. Two out of three. So yeah, prepare for me to miss every shot I take next week. You guys want to go for four? Do you want to hear the tiebreaker? I mean, we'll hear it. We'll hear it. Uh, the tiebreaker, which I was super proud of, guys. I did a lot of reading in PDFs this week. It is a. Uh, <laughs> what is the maximum prison sentence for violating NASA quarantine regulations in regards to extraterrestrial life? closest without going over um probably a lot i did read andromeda strain and uh they talk about quarantining in that i mean i'd say like 50 years or something like that something crazy death (laughs) murder (laughs) murder Murder. (laughs) 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 uh i'm gonna i'm gonna say 25 all right According to Section 8, Subsection 203B.8, any person who violates any rule or regulation issued pursuant to authorization in Subsections 203B.2 through 203B.7 Zach reading legalese. This is nice. shall be subject to a fine of not more than $5,000 American or to imprisonment not to exceed one year or both. Uh, oh wow only a year five grand or one year in jail or both but it cannot exceed five grand or one year that's like i was shocked that's like nothing so if you find an alien uh you better follow the regulations or you're gonna have to spill like three and a half four trump bucks (laughs) or bring it home with you and you know what just spend that year rent free in prison you know yeah, because let's be honest, you're probably gonna go to like a cushy white collar jail. They're not gonna send you to like <laughs> uh, what is real jail. What did what did <laughs> you, what are you in for? I murdered like six people. What did you do? I brought an alien on a spaceship. <laughs> probably get your ass beat for that though. It's not even that. It's like I I found an alien and then went into a spaceship. I like, broke. You don't even have to. I broke NASA quarantine. Right. Oh, what a hard ass. <laughs> Welcome to maximum security, bud. <laughs> you definitely get sent to like NASA jail where the punishment is like, you don't yeah. get to fly the space simulator for a year. Huh? 
Or they make yeah. you go in the centrifuge every day. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, we're going to the vomit comet again today. <laughs> no! no! <laughs> I'll repent. I'll do anything. I swear. I, uh, I'm sorry. Those of us who have seen it wrote down our ratings based off memory and nostalgia. And now I want to know, Zach, I guess, the only one who has seen it, if your rating has changed or not. And for us other three, uh, what did we think? Our first time, Ben, Cameron, and myself. What, what what did you guys think of, of Alien? I liked it. I thought it was it was a good movie. It was really suspenseful up to the like very end of the movie. I'm glad none of the sexual stuff we talked about made it in because that would have made the movie like a lot worse. Like literally like two points worse probably. Because um, man, it just did not need that at all. It wasn't like they do this uh, thing where they basically like, you know, don't show the alien a ton, which I think is good because the more you see it, the less it gets mystified. Um, And also like, you know, with special effects makes it easier to show. And honestly, like the special effects and the sets and everything was like great. Fantastic. Like some of the best I've seen in movies from that time period so far. Uh, So honestly, I'm going to give it an eight. It was a really good movie. Um, I've never seen it and I'm surprised I haven't seen it up to this point. Um, so yeah, it was really good. I'll piggyback off that. I'm a big sci-fi nerd. I get, I get down with it. I will agree when you see like the full body of the alien, it does just kind of look like a dude in a, in a xenomorph suit. I, I also will say I did not know any of the sexual stuff before and I'm kind of glad it did, didn't get in there. Um, and I'm kind of glad that, uh, that it's really not ever gone back to that it seems um i i knew like the the beats and like the big scenes because just it being what is it 50 years old now pretty hard to miss some of the iconic scenes in this movie uh sigourney weaver like knocks it out of the park um it's great good music good good vibes not vibes but like setting scenes really built the world and uh, i i'm gonna say a seven out of ten it, it was it was good i did really enjoy it and i i'm interested to watch the other ones i think people should should view them yeah um kind of like you dylan i think i knew quite a, a few of the points of this movie uh some of kind of the major you know steps in that through it again it's it's 50 years old it's been referenced so much throughout pop culture since its release um, that I feel like you kind of know what's going on. I do agree with your points. I think some of the best shots of the actual alien happen, uh, like in the vent scene, when you see it, it's dimly lit. You get like the one kind of quick view of it. Um, yeah, when you kind of see it on the the escape pod and like you see its whole body like well lit. Uh, I think they they definitely should have tried to like kind of keep it a little bit more shaded so it looked uh, a little bit better. I think that that lighting could have hid so much more and kept it looking really amazing. But overall, I think we've talked about this before the the ability of practical effects to kind of hold up over time, and I think for the most part they do. Um, I enjoyed this movie. I was telling Zach before we logged on, uh, as I was watching the movie, I'm like, man, I'm kind of curious. So I, I kind of went to Wikipedia to look at, not like about the movie, but about like the actual alien to kind of learn more of the backstory. And I'm like, I feel like now I need to watch more of these. So like, I know what the hell is going on. Um, I, I gave it an eight out of 10, uh, knowing some of the sexual stuff, like Cameron said, yeah, I probably would have knocked it down a couple points cause it's kind of disappointing. But I'm gonna I'm gonna revert to the the rating I gave it last night, and that's that's an eight. Uh, I've seen this movie a ton. With, with most of the horror movies, we're probably gonna do. Uh, that's kind of my genre, especially growing up. Uh, I gave this movie an eight going in, and I'm gonna give it an eight coming out. I think this movie is a great example of two things. One is how to properly do a jump scare, like setting up the environment at the beginning is an, is super quiet. It introduces you to like creepy space, um, and then is able to play on it throughout the rest of the movie once the alien makes it on board. And number two, um, directors, listen to your editors because, as everybody said, this movie is much worse if the editors don't get their hands on it. Um, Even, like, some of the deleted scenes, like watching the director's cut is not as good. Um, 
just weird things that don't need to be in the movie, the hypersexuality, which uh, they do bring back later in Prometheus. Um, I think this movie is really good. Um, there's a lot of fun that I have watching it, how dark it is, the uh, flashing lights. It's it's done really well. I'll give it an 8 out of 10. That's That's about the gist. If you enjoyed this, don't forget to rate and subscribe. Uh, check out our Instagram at Cocktails and Classics Pod. Use the hashtag Cocktails and Classics to send us movie and drink recommendations. Yeah, send us your movie and drink recommendations. We have some plans coming up. Uh, February, wine and cheese, classic like chick flicks. Wait, but are we going Groundhog Day? Please. Yeah, we are going to do Groundhog Groundhog Day. Day, Just because it falls on a release day, so we have to do that. I see. Uh, we're thinking memes on in April. Harold and Kumar. Uh, what was the one that we said? A couple uh, April Kung Fools. We're talking yeah. about Kung Pao. <laughs> Mac and me, maybe. Some, oh. some really <laughs> crappy movies. Monster truck, where the truck is, get this, an actual monster. Oh. I mean, I'm always down for Birdemic Shock and Terror. That movie oh, is literally gosh. bottom five worst movies I've ever seen. Like, I, it, it, like it's bad from a sound engineering perspective, too. Could like, we do like, a classic bad movie? I was going to say The Room. A classic bad one. I think everyone's so much seen sweet. it. But... We've all seen it, though. Oh, Ben yeah. hasn't seen The Room. <laughs> Dylan's mind is shattered. Can we do a group watch? <laughs> I've seen I've seen the disaster artist oh, hi, i've Mark. heard you guys talk about the room ad nauseum oh hi doggy. i've never actually watched the whole thing that one will be hard to watch i think is, is it is it still on the tube i think oh. it's on the tube <laughs> I don't it, know. it was I actually don't know. on the hub for a little bit but uh send us your send us your recommendations uh we we want to we want to watch what you want us to watch share us with your friends as always watch responsibly quick shout out to our sponsors uh Whoever all the eyes are. <laughs> uh, Surfside Sips. Uh, start off your new year. Uh, save the turtles, you know? Get some Surfside oh, Sips yeah. for us. Use the promo code Cocktails and Classics. There's any LASIK surgeons out there, you know? <laughs> <laughs> We're looking for a sponsorship opportunity, apparently. Mm-hmm.